What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm your host here, Hayes. You can follow me at CEO Hayes, by the way, just to start the show off on today's episode. We'll talk about Bulls over in Eurobasket, Goran Dragic and Marco Simonovic. How good did they perform? And what could that mean for their role on the Chicago Bulls, specifically Marco Simonovic, if he's ready for NBA competition? We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So there's not a lot going on in the basketball world right now outside of the Donovich Mitchell trade. Uh, where did that now leave teams in the Eastern Conference? Um, and one of the things with that that has come out since then is that now the Bulls are right now predicted to have the ninth most wins after all the updates uh, with Donovan Mitchell going to the Cleveland Cavaliers. And in my video last night that I posted, very passionate video, I, I, I'm going to say that again here before I move on, and that is you can keep doubting the Chicago Bulls team all you want. Yes, Atlanta improved. Yes, the Cleveland Cavaliers just improved. Yes, some teams did improve and, and, and made some moves in this offseason. But guess what? I still don't have them over a healthy Chicago Bulls team. I just don't. Now, this Chicago Bulls team does need to get to health. That's for sure. We need to absolutely be healthy, and hopefully we do have a better season for health overall for our players, even if Lonzo Ball is not ready to go by the start of the season. Hopefully we do have him for more games than what we did last season. Him, Alex Caruso, what they mean to our defense, adding Andre Drummond to that, coming off the bench, and what he can mean for the Chicago Bulls defense. I still trust this team. I don't have any worries or concerns. I, you know, in the playoffs, yes. Is this team going to be an Eastern Conference final finalist? I don't know. I can't say that. I, 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 right now, I wouldn't say that without seeing the team play. I do think that they have the ability to be, but we need to see this team play sustained. We, get, we saw it at the first half of last season. The back half of things uh, kind of fell apart because of injuries, other things like that. But at the end of the day, for me, I still trust in what this team has. I still trust in the talent on this team. I still look at this team as being one of the deeper teams in the NBA as well. They have a little bit thinness at certain positions, which we'll talk about when we get into our actual topic today. But still... I'm not really, I'm not somebody who's really sitting here too worried about it. Yeah, the Cleveland Cavaliers added a talented player in Donovan Mitchell, but their backcourt is still 6-1. They still are shorter collectively than Kobe White's wingspan. I'm not too worried about what our backcourt can do against their backcourt, but we know they have a very talented frontcourt, especially when you look at Evan Mobley and what he could be and could turn into and the ceiling he has as a player. But as we, as we see with the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Cavs are going to cap. I'm not really worried about it. Uh, and by that, I say I'm not worried about it in the sense that I still just don't think the Chicago Bulls are a worse team than the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think the Bulls are still the better team, especially healthy. So that's just my opinion on it. Let me know your opinion down below. I'm really this Eastern Conference, though, this season, I said this in yesterday's video. This is going to be a fun conference to watch this season. The parity around the conferences is huge. Um, there's a lot of teams that are talented. It may not be a lot of teams that you look at as true title contenders coming into the season, but there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to have some serious, um, it's going to just be fun games. They're going to be competitive games. When you look at the top of the East, of course, it's top heavy with Miami, Boston, uh, Milwaukee, and, and the Sixers, but those teams can be beat. Then you look at the Toronto Raptors, Chicago Bulls, Brooklyn Nets, Atlanta Hawks, Cleveland Cavaliers. They're all around the same area there. Um, I know some people would say, well, the Brooklyn Nets have Kevin Durant. Listen, I still think that they're quite beatable. Um, so, it's going to be a, a fun conference to watch, and that's not even still to mention the Charlotte Hornets, who have LaMelo Ball, who's one of my favorite players to watch, the New York Knicks, who didn't make some some serious additions to their team, and I still I still think that they're going to be maybe a 39-40 win team, but with that being said, you know, 
it's going to be that middle pack of the Eastern Conference. Everything from 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 number four to number ten, the last play-in spot, is all going to be super interesting and competitive. And when you really look at the fact that um, from the one to the fifth seed last season, there's only like two games, two to two to four games that separated those teams. And then if you look furthermore, from the fifth to the to the tenth seed, it was only like three games that separated those teams. So. It's going to be a fun conference to watch, and we're going to be the, the benefit factors of that. Not necessarily, I'm not saying we as Chicago Bulls, I'm saying we as basketball fans. It's going to be a fun conference to watch and an even more fun playoffs to watch as long as every team stays healthy. I still do trust, like I said before, I trust this team. I know I know what this team can do. Could they make an audible? Could they make it a, a trade in midseason and do so? Yeah, they have the capability to. Will they, though? We'll see. We'll see if there's even a need to. There's still so much that is unlocked with just what we had on this team last season, just by the nature of them not getting to play very many games together, that I still think that this team can be much better than what people are expecting because we just haven't gotten to see a huge sample size of it. Call me a Bulls homer if you want, you choose to, that's all fine. I just trust this team. Am I saying this team is going to be the number one team in the Eastern Conference like they were for a large part last season? No, I'm not necessarily saying that. But if you're trying to count out the Chicago Bulls, I think you got another thing coming and we'll see. Very shortly, as we get games, and we have a preseason game on national TV in like 32 days. That's crazy. So we're going to get to see sooner rather than later where the Chicago Bulls team stands up. But let's get into the topic for today. So we know we have two players playing in Eurobasket from the Chicago Bulls team. We do have Goran Dragic and Marco Simonovic. I'm going to start with Goran Dragic because Dragic, even though he's on the team with Luka Doncic, he has very much been leading that team. Now, Luka Doncic in the last EuroLeague game did have 10 assists. He did lead a 19-7 to run to really seal that game in. But Goran Dragic buried three or four three-pointers, hit 19 points. He looked great out there. I would suggest anybody who is interested or just missing basketball, make sure you do watch Eurobasket. It's not, you, you won't know every name out there. You'll know a lot because there are a lot of NBA players and former NBA players that are in this tournament. But this is honestly some of the best basketball you can watch, especially during a time where no basketball is on. But even with that being said, I would say that most of these Eurobasket games with the energy, the athleticism, the heart that's in it are a lot better than what you would find on most random days, even during the NBA season. But Luka, I'm sorry, not Luka Doncic, Goran Dragic has been balling in Europe this, this season. And what does that mean for him? You know, I have been very vocal of the fact that I don't see Goran Dragic with everybody healthy getting very many minutes on this team. But how he's been looking, how he's been playing out there, the fact that he, you know, he was the MVP the last time Eurobasket tournament went on in 2017, and he damn near looked right back to being in that spot and in that position and at that level in, in yesterday's game and some of the games we've seen him play over the course of this summer. Could he come in as, could he take, some people have even said, can he take minutes from Kobe White? Could he be looked at as more of more reliable shooter there? There are some, there are some things to point to maybe that being the case. I still personally think that they're going to be, uh, that Goran Dragic is going to be down that depth chart some, but his play in Eurobasket has definitely been inspired and has made me think that maybe, just maybe, the Chicago Bulls do and might think to start him, maybe still bring Io and Caruso off the bench. I know I said in my video yesterday, I do still, and I maintain, that Io DeSumo should be the starter if Lonzo Ball is not ready to go. But there is a case to be made for Goran, him being a veteran, and being a, uh, he's never been quite the most amazing passer and playmaker, but there could be something said to that. Now, I think he's going to be more in the Matt Thomas role. I'm sticking to that until I see otherwise on this Bulls team, but at least Goran Dragic and his player Eurobasket has been inspired, and I think it's something that Bulls fans, if you want to look for a primer on what he could bring to the Chicago Bulls, even if it's only 70% of this just because the nature of competition is a little bit different in the NBA, 
I think this is something for people to check out. But let's go ahead and move on to the next player that I want to talk about, and that's Marco Simonovic. And the reason why I want to talk about Marco a lot is because Marco is a player that has an elite offensive skill set. And when you look at the way he gets his points, the different ways that he can go about it, his passing at times, how he can get up and down the court, Marco Simonovic, for fans that haven't got to see it or haven't got to see him when he played for the Windy City Bulls, has a great offensive skill set. He's added muscle to his frame, which we know that he did need to hopefully stand up better on defense. It's the defense. The, the defense is the thing that may keep him off in NBA court. But with that being said, Marco in this game, 13 points, seven rebounds, three assists, two steals, two for three from three-point range. Playing tough, getting an offensive uh, foul call. It, it's Listen, Marco has tons of potential. That is why this front office went out and got him. Now, some people initially went to the Jokic comparisons, things like that. That's not going to happen. But Marco, looking at what Marco could be, looking at him being mentored by Nikola Vucevic, looking at what his role could be on this team and how he plays, how he goes, gets his minutes, I mean, his points. Marco gets his points in a way that can fit on almost in 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 any NBA offense. I don't know why that tongue tied me, but it fucking did. In any NBA offense. It's really just if if that offense is going to be enough to offset his defensive liabilities and if he's going to be able to turn himself into a better defender, stand up better to the physicality of the NBA game. I've said before, Marco can gain nothing else from the Windy City Bulls. Even if it is 10 minutes a game on an NBA team in the Bulls against NBA competition, I think it's going to benefit more than getting him getting 20 minutes in a random D, G League game. Marco has the potential when you're looking at this team to really that that small ball that so many Bulls fans are worried about, the small ball that a lot of Bulls fans want us to get away from. Marco has the chance to be why we're able to get away from that. Yes, we have Andre Drummond as the backup center. We know he's going to get minutes. But if you have a player like Marco Simonovic coming in at, as the backup four, playing some five, a lot of Bulls fans have said we need somebody who can play four and five. Marco Simonovic can do that. But it's if he's going to be able to develop enough if he's going to be able to stay out of foul trouble, if he's going to be able to adjust to the NBA game, the speed, the strength of it, to be able to get be an asset for us while his offense can come around but not be as big of a defensive liability. Now, some could say him playing next to Andre Drummond in, in some minutes could help offset that. Maybe having Javante Green on the other side of him at the three as well. Having a lot of defense in that lineup with Alice Caruso leading at, at the number one as a backup. Again, in this case, Lonzo Ball isn't healthy and Ayo DeSumo is starting. And even with Goran Dragic, let's say that as well. Having Goran out there, a veteran out there who can help him as a guard, him get in pick and rolls, things like that. I really do want to see big things from Marco Simonovic. I'm not, I'm not, and by that, I don't mean him all of a sudden turn into this 20 and 8 or 9 guy who's going to be the heir apparent for our starting center spot when Nikola Vucevic is ready to sit down. I'm not saying that. But Marco Simonovic does offer some size. He does offer playmaking. He does offer shooting. He does offer some post moves. He does offer pretty solid pick and roll, but all that is offense. What Marco's able to do or not do on the defensive end is going to be telling for what, how, and what in the way that Marco Simonovic's NBA career goes in year two. Can he make that leap? And by that, I don't mean a huge leap, but we saw Mark. Marco got dunked on every time he was in the game. He got called for a bunch of fouls every time he was in the game. He looked like he got outworked and was just not ready for the physicality every time he did get an NBA game last season. But Marco, Marco Simonovic does absolutely have the potential to change the way that this Bulls lineup and rotations go in a positive manner, but it's up to him to be able to stand up and deliver that. Can he do it? Let me know down below. What do you guys think? Do you think Marco Simonovic can give the Chicago Bulls something next season at the NBA level? What do you think for Goran Dragic? What are your expectations there? 
Let me know all that down below. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Chicago Bull Central. You're the best part of what makes Chicago Bull Central what it is. Um, if you want to follow the show, make sure you do so at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. Like I liked in every episode on Go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.